0: Hello from the children of planet Earth. 3, 2,
1: 1, 0. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Amanda Bauer.
1: And I'm Dr. Alan Duffy.
0: We're astronomers.
1: And this season, Cosmic Vertigo is taking things to the extreme.
0: Like, realizing there are hundreds and thousands of you who have listened to this podcast?
1: That feeling you get when your head spins from having the opportunity to share your scientific passion with so many, that's what we call cosmic vertigo. Five, four, three, two, one. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. End the test. to everyone who sent us their cosmic comments and queries. This week it's one from Deb.
0: Hi Dr Bauer and Dr Duffy. My name's Deb. I'm from Canberra and here's my question for you. I know it takes time for the light of distant planets and stars to reach us. Does that mean that over time we'd be seeing more and more objects in our night sky? Would there ever be a time, theoretically, where the night sky would have more objects in it than dark space. Thanks, guys. Wow, great question.
1: I love it. This is Olber's paradox, Deb. I love it.
0: Good thinking, Deb. The positions of the stars in the night sky are kind of changing over many, many, many years, because those stars are at different distances, but they're all still within the Milky Way galaxy. And the truth about the Milky Way galaxy is that the Andromeda galaxy is coming and crashing into it in a few billion years. Now, as we discussed, that final system is going to be called the Milkshake. Very happy that we've got some listener support for that name. (laughs) 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 And as that happens, you'll be able to see different changes inside of the night sky as the disk kind of starts to warp and stars change their position pretty rapidly. And we might get a period of more active star formation. So you might be able to see different things in the night sky.
1: So if you wait long enough, dead, then you will get your future where there's essentially more stars evenly spread than there are these concentrations and hence dark patches where there aren't stars. But there's actually a deeper question that you're asking here and that is essentially Olber's paradox. And you're right. If you keep waiting long enough, you see ever more distant stars. And if the universe is infinite in extent, then if you keep seeing ever further away, eventually your eye should land on the surface of the star. And this is familiar to anyone who's been in, you know, like a a woods or a forest. If that forest is deep enough, it stretches on for long enough, then sooner or later, everywhere you look, you see a tree trunk. So you can't see through the forest. In the same way, if the universe stretches on for long enough, and that is to say we have had time to see far enough for the light to travel to us from ever more distant objects, then everywhere we look, we will see a star. Mm. The fact that we don't, the fact that there are dark patches in the night sky, that actually means that there is a limit to how far we can see, or at least there's a time when there were no stars to see. In other words, the universe hasn't existed like we see it around us forever. In fact, the universe had a beginning, or certainly a time when there were no stars. Now, we call that the Big Bang, but your simple observation, that simple question you've asked is brilliant is very deep and it actually proves the universe has a beginning so well done (laughs) that was one of the best questions yeah
0: great interpretation of that question
1: next week we've got more cosmic vertigo for you and it's all about the hottest stuff and the coolest stuff